0: Everybody, welcome to the underrated podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss the films that we are we feel are underrated, or perhaps underappreciated, or those that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. This show is a collaboration of friends, and together we are the Undercast Company. Today, we are going to be talking about Robin Hood Men in Tights, a 1993 American musical adventure comedy, co-written and directed by com- comedy legend EGOT. Recipient Mel Brooks, who co-wrote this with Evan Chandler and J. David Shapiro. This Robin Hood parody starred many uh, comedic greats such as Dave Chappelle, Richard Lewis, Tracy Ullman, Roger Russ, Carrie Elwes, um, as you wish. And surprise cameos from Dom DeLuise and Sir Patrick Stewart. Long live um, uh, Charles Xavier. Uh, this film surprisingly has a Rotten critic score of 40% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, but the audience score was 81% and a 6.7 on IMDb but it's comedy that might have been ahead of its time this Mel Brooks comedy with an actual English actor in the role of Robin Hood might deserve a second look and an updated score from critics so what do you guys think? Well,
1: like this is this is one when you said you want to do it. I was really excited for because mm-hmm. I loved this movie when I was a kid. Um, huh. I was probably too young to watch it. Like now that I'm like wa- going back and like watching, I was like, there's a lot of really adult stuff in this movie. But as a kid, you yeah. know, I was just like, you know, I knew it as kind of just like the funny Robin Hood. And uh, mm-hmm. and because I, I and I being a really, really big Princess Bride fan, like for life. Um, I just was, lo- I love that, you know, it's like, oh, it's the guy from The Princess Bride, Carriolis is in it. Um, and I, but I hadn't watched it in maybe like 15 years, maybe maybe more than that. So I was really interested to kind of go back and revisit this movie that I really loved from my childhood. And it did hold up for the most part. Like, there was a couple things where I felt like it was maybe a little bit dated, but it is a, still a really just solid comedy really good parody and it does a lot of my it does what i love in parodies a lot where it just kind of like is just so ridiculous and over the top um Mm -hmm. and i and it's and it's like that throughout the whole movie there's not like um to compare to another mel brooks movie that is really beloved uh blazing saddles uh that movie it goes really really meta at the end Mm and where they are kind of going through all the different stages and stuff where this movie is Pretty meta throughout the entire thing. There's always kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This is a movie. Like the scene where they read the script and stuff like that, and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I, I I think that it is just. It might even today. I think it's still my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Um, Carrie L. is obviously, like you said, he's. It's actually got a. He's actually an English actor. It's so it's great that you know he and he kind of calls out Kevin Costner when he's like, unlike some other Robin Hoods, I can do a British accent and Mm -hmm. yeah. So. I, I thought, like you said, the casting was great. There's all these, you know, you've got um, uh, Richard, Richard Lewis or, um, from, uh, what's his name, right? From Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, oh. Yeah, he he's great. Uh, obviously, kind of like all the, you know, Dave Chappelle in a very early role. Yeah, just really, and a really solid, funny retelling of the kind of Robin Hood story. It mostly takes from kind of like the other really popular tellings of Robin Hood, with, the men in, um the um prince of thieves one with kevin costner that had come out a couple of years before which was really obviously popular at the time um the <laughs> old the, like the old 30s one with errol flynn and then the only other one that i knew really well um which i the only one i think i've actually seen had seen up to that point which was the of course the disney robin hood when you have like the archery <laughs> contest and all the stuff but yeah just it's i just love how it's just stupid at times this movie can be like the the dumb visual like the 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 gag where he just like swims from Jerusalem to England I thought was so stupid (laughs) that I just couldn't like help but laugh like how can you not laugh at things that are just like so dumb like they're not even like it's not even clever like it's just really dumb like and like you know the whole scene Mel Brooks comes in and he's like ah he's like I'm a boy and he's got like the little carrot with like the little guillotine like so stupid and so funny I will always crack up at just the dumbest shit and this movie is Hmm. packed full of
0: that yeah. Um. This was going on that. Like, this was my first Mel Brooks, first Carrie Elwes movie. I I watched. I watched Princess Bride after this, actually. And and also, like you, like I kind of like was exposed to it at a, at a very early age for some reason. And yeah. It's it's always been my favorite Mel Brooks movie. Um. I'm. I guess I've just always been prone to like you know archery, Robin Hood, and all that. That. But that much, I, uh, <laughs> was like, oh, that's it was before. It was. It was before, you know, my knowledge of Green Arrow. It was just, it's just a natural thing that's come to me. I don't know, um, but but yeah, it's it's just always been so great. And then with this v- recent viewing, it's just it's it's there's so many like elements that still hit the target. Maybe hit the target – pun intended. Uh-huh. Maybe, um, hit the target a bit more better nowadays and or or they probably because it's you know it's something that's continued on but like you know with with the first introduction of like um dave chappelle of him him getting beat up by the by the sheriff's men and also making the comment of like is anybody recording this it's kind of like oh (laughs)
2: shit like
0: mel brooks is kind of like is what is kind of like in certain parts like ahead of his time and like i was watching this thinking like what would a mel brooks movie look nowadays because he kind of like sneaks in these elements of
3: you know i thought about that but then there's like Mm -hmm. stuff like okay do you guys all right when i was a kid and i saw the movie right Uh i never got the reference of why there are jockeys on top of camels right Mm -hmm. but when you get older you're like oh it's a camel jockey so that's mm-hmm. like a, a a kind of like a bad term for like certain people.
1: Yeah, there's a couple mm-hmm. things in this movie that are yeah. a little bit like, ooh. Yeah. It's, then, there's, no, no. What I'm saying, yeah. what I'm
3: saying is like, it's one of those things that like you don't get a lot of the jokes when you're a kid. You see like the arrows, you see them being goofy, like them fighting with a uh, little John fighting with the sticks or saying like, oh hey, I'm little, but you know I, I don't look it. And it's like haha, When you're a kid, you kind of get these simple things. As you're a little bit older and you watch it, you get all the other underlining jokes and all the other stuff that Mel Brooks is known for. Uh, all the mm-hmm. stuff that he kind of puts in there that you kind of get to enjoy more, uh, yeah, like Spaceballs. Spaceballs is my favorite movie that that he's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Blazing Saddles. I, I've seen uh, this one, but uh, Spaceballs is is the fucking funniest movie ever because uh, <laughs> it's just it just is. But it, it's it's those things that when you watch it as a kid, it it pulls you in because of visuals and the stuff and, and just the way everybody's just naturally funny. But as you get older, you get all those nice jokes that he actually put in there. The things that make you, you got to think about a little bit before you, you kind of get it. You know, when it's like, uh, like in Spaceballs, when they're like combing, you know, I want you to comb the, the desert. And they're like, they have a giant comb to comb the desert. As a kid, you go, ah, ha, ha, ha. But then as, you, as you're as you older, you get the joke because they're combing the desert. So you're yeah. like, ah, beautiful.
0: And then and then the two black dudes have the the, you know, the pick and all that. Kind of thing.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's like oh, when yeah. it's like when they're shooting the the arrows on fire in the in the in the town, and they complain like, why do they always do this yeah. when you're gonna <laughs> when they're gonna start a movie? Like, I think they... that
0: was the opening. It show was done of, on of, Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah,
1: the yeah. Of yeah, uh-huh.
3: yeah, exactly. But but it's funny to hear the townspeople go, why do they always do this when they're gonna do the credits? Like, why is their town <laughs> always on fire?
1: And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like right from the very start, it's just like meta off the back. They're just like, leave us alone, Mel Brooks. Like like you know mm-hmm. what kind of movie you're in yeah. for.
0: Yeah, it's just it's it's just like th- those moments of of just like all these all these other um jokes like landing a bit more at now like that you're older and I guess that's what you know Mel Brooks kind of like has these little tidbits of 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 higher kind of like not higher knowledge but like you know like you have to like know a bit more and like kind of like the play on society and stuff. Yeah, like Yeah,
2: and even. You know even now it's, um, it's time like with timed, it's the you know, you have to like take a pause just to look at or, or you have to like pause the movie. Like I remember pausing it a few times, you're like, Do you get the joke? I was like, No, I don't. And it was like Loxley. Bagels, oh yeah,
0: bagels and locks.
2: bagels and, and locksley,
1: what a combination.
0: Yeah, yeah, I couldn't I did not catch that before. Like there yeah, was just all really these good. things of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's even more matter when he refers to his own movie when they say, "Oh my God, sh- uh, they're Saddles? gonna make a black sheriff." Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "I worked in Blazing yeah. Saddles," and was like, mm, "He's right."
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, Mel, it just it just it, it definitely is a movie that that re you know just re like just the com- comedic genius that that Mel Brooks was and like just the innovator of the, of that and that maybe not an innovator but like. Um, developer of of this kind of like meta comedy Uh, i do 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 see many examples of nowadays
3: yeah because i was going to say i think i think his style of comedy where it's they say one thing but it's like almost like an underhanded joke where like Mm -hmm. on face value you can yeah you can laugh but if you really look at it under under it all it's it's an even funnier joke it's like what you get when you watch like the movie shrek or some of these other ones where yeah it's a kids movie yeah it has jokes but when you look at the underlining joke, it's for the adults to get. It, it's mm-hmm. it's funny enough. It's a movie you everybody can go watch. I don't know what the rating was on, on, on Robin Hood. So I don't know. I can't really oh, say if it was for kids see. or not.
1: I think PG-13. I yeah, think know, I think PG-13. Okay.
3: 13. Yeah. So it's one of those movies where, yeah, you take your kids to watch it, you know, because they're 13-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So you're going to the movies with them. So as a kid, you enjoy a certain aspect of it. And the adults enjoy a different aspect of it. So as you become more of an adult, then you get to enjoy what the parents enjoyed. the all these, all these other funnier jokes, all, all this other stuff. As your knowledge grows, you get to grow with a movie.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering how how Mel Brooks' um, movies score usually on on Rotten Tomatoes because I was very, very surprised of it being um, considered rotten back then. I don't know why. You know, this one didn't. L- you know, didn't land as well or, or be criticized as well as the other Mel Brooks movies, but I'm not sure if, um, uh, yeah, and, well, I, and my, I think yeah. earlier yeah.
1: stuff was really well received, but like, huh? and I'm looking at it right now, even Spaceballs only has a 58, which is surprising. Um, Young Frankenstein has a 94, and Blazing Settles is an 88. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I'm surprised w- that even Spaceballs I want to say Balls
3: maybe maybe that. it's the actors that were in it at the time and during the time it came out. You know, my might have had a thing to do with it. Uh, because
0: I don't know how, like, before this, like, I think Dave Chappelle only did that, like, small cameo of, on The Nutty Professor, and, and I don't know if he had anything, like, I'm not, I'm not very familiar with Dave Chappelle's, like, um, Career before you know the the Chappelle Show and all that. Because
3: well, you got know? you got to think too, like Gene Wilder yeah. was really big back then, right? When those, those yeah. movies came out, yeah. Just his name alone could probably drive a lot of a lot of uh, viewers to it. Mm-hmm. Compared to, I mean, I'm not saying who, because who was in Spaceballs? Wasn't John Candy in Spaceballs? No, no, it's uh, oh, yeah, he was, he was, uh it was. um, um what's Rick his name? Rick Yeah, yeah, all these guys. So you would think that at the time those were big names, but maybe they weren't. I mean, Gene Wilder is a is a different type of you know actor. I'm assuming. For people, or maybe spaceballs, just people didn't were into Star Wars at the time it came out. I don't know. Yeah, there's always those factors. Like, amazing. I mean, are people fatigued with like Robin Hood movies at the time? Because if they're Kevin Costner, I, if mm-hmm. there's a few movies that came out at the same time, yeah. sometimes people don't want to see the comedy because they're like, "Well, well they... I've already seen action. Why do I want to?" You know, people are always fatigued movies.
1: with Robin Hood movies because the one comes one yeah. of those comes out every five fucking years. Yeah, that's and what that,
3: that's what I'm saying. Say, like, it could have been it's just the source material. Yeah, it could have been. And but you know what these movies always do though. Uh, the Mel Brooks movies always end up getting some kind of cult following. They always have a mm-hmm. lot of followers afterwards. So I, I know oh, there's yeah. a lot of people who've seen Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and love the movie. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. who've seen Spaceballs and they say they love the movie. And the same thing with Blazing Saddles. Like I hadn't seen Blazing Saddles till a few years ago. Probably, yeah. I want to say a few years ago. I've seen of of the other movies, but I just never saw Blazing Saddles. I just never. I've I've never been too huge of a of a western fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw it, it's fucking hilarious, but that's yeah. still... It, yeah. yeah. You it, need, it, you
1: gotta watch uh, Young Frankenstein, too. That's that's fucking great, too. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, no, I don't think I've seen yeah. that one, either.
1: That, yeah, yeah, that one's up there for sure, for me. That's, yeah. See, that's the one that's in the same category, probably, as Robin Hood and tights, because that that's another one where it's just, like, so much dumb comedy, like, that I... I and I think that the thing he, that Mel Brooks does well is that he had... Parody films can get dated pretty quickly mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. like, You know, like, you don't get the references. And there's even some of that in this movie, like how they, like, make a reference to Home Alone. You're like, oh, yeah, Home Alone. Okay, whatever. But, like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're parroting stuff like, you know, Robin Hood or, like, Frankenstein and Star Wars. Those are, like, iconic movies that are going to be around. And probably Robin Hood more than even Star Wars or um, Frankenstein, because Robin Hood gets made so often. There's so many Robin Hood movies that this movie will always feel like a relevant parody. Like, you're always going to be like, oh, this is making fun of the Sheriff of Nottingham. Everybody, like, who, like, there's always, every generation has a bunch of Sheriff of Nottingham's. You all know who that is, whether it's, like, you know, the, in the, or the one, the Russell Crowe movie, or the one in the movie with the, what's the, the the fucking Jamie Foxx one that came out a couple of years ago. <laughs> like, there's so much Robin Hood that this is kind of like a, like a perfect parody that even though it was made, You know, twenty five years ago, it still feels the characters and the things that it's making fun of. Even though it's making fun of a movie from nineteen ninety one, mostly still feels like it's you can like get what it's making fun of, no matter what.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's there's this I don't this this comedy that that kind of like stands the test of time of of just like you said you know simpleton not I I wouldn't go far as dumb but simpleton kind of comedy just simple. Um, things that don't take too much uh time or thought, and it just it's just done so easily that it's very it's a very fun movie to watch and just I don't know it it. it it's the the it always makes me so laugh so much of, of how the sheriff of Roddingham just cannot he's basically like a, a vocal d- dyslexic person where he like mixes up words and things like that and just just him and the, him and the and um and the king just being or the prince just being prince John, yeah. like these Prince John yeah just being this like comedic duo in a way but prince john's like this, this, this kind of like a throwback to like an and costello of, of like you know mm-hmm. one being the straight man and the other one being the kind of like off book or you know kind of wacky but not too wacky one um that can't do anything right yeah it's it's just um creating that what mel brooks does with all of his comedies is is creating these just Iconic characters in a way of, of, you know, Robin Hood and, and, um, and little John and a chew. Um, and and then also the witch of Tracy um Ullman's character and just I that's another thing that I noticed and I didn't notice, you know, until this this viewing, but when she's saving um the sheriff of Rottingham, she's like, I have this thing that will save your life. And then she literally gives him a lifesaver. <laughs> it's just those small things and the small details of but they're just so simple of like, oh, of course, kind yeah. of <laughs> kind of comedy that just always gets me in and then, and yeah, it's just like it's been tried, you know, recently by other people. But I, I think Mel Brooks just does it in such a way that that even though it's, you know, simple and a comedy, it just for some reason isn't overbearing and isn't put thro- pu- pushing it down your throat. Kind I, th- I of think thing. what
3: it is, is he's so smart. With comedy, mm-hmm. he's so smart and he's so thought well thought out with this movie that it just feels so natural, and that's why it feels so simple and so easy. But like, I mean, the jokes are are they have to be well thought out, like completely all the way through. Just like when what's his butler, uh, uh Blinky or whatever, or oh, or he, Blinken.
0: Blinken. Blinken. He so catches
3: much. he catches the arrow right, and he goes, "It's because uh, I can hear like everything or whatever." And when he goes, "Yeah, from like a or mile away or something," yeah, and then he goes, "Thanks." And He goes, "Who said that?" And so it's one of those (laughs) things where you go, oh, it it can be a simple joke. But to have this whole process through to be like, okay, so he says he's going to shoot the arrow. He's going to catch it. You think that's the cool part, but that's not it. Because I'm setting it up for a joke. Because the joke is, who said that when you're supposedly able to hear from like a mile away? So it's a joke that makes you think, but it's so smooth. and, and, And the way he does it, you just take it as is and laugh every joke that they throw out it's it's yep. it's just a simple it's a quick boom boom here you go but it's it's so well thought out that that is why the whole movie works like every i mean there's jokes throughout this whole movie there's there's all kinds of little tidbits that you get but they're so well done that it's, it's just it's it's a smooth smooth take all the way through
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's super smooth and like yeah they, they just kind of go like that and it's sometimes it doesn't give you that much time to think no. You have to pause and go, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but it's just like one yeah. after the other, but they all flow, they transition so smoothly. And I think it's just because that's the kind of movie that this is. They all just come and mesh together really well mm-hmm. and go from one after the other. And it's because it just kind of leaves you blindsided where you have a scene or you have a part. And you're not really anticipating that it's building up to a joke. Like his name in itself, Blinken. His name is Blinken. And then there's a part where Robin Hood goes, Hey, Blinken. He's like, Did you call me Abe Blinken? <laughs> I was like, Oh my yeah. God. And that's like, we're like yeah. 20, 30 yeah. minutes into the movie, and like, you've been waiting for the I, And to you're like, I can't, joke. I can't.
3: Exactly.
1: That joke is still like yeah. seared into my memory from my childhood. Like, like, <laughs> like, anytime, like, people will mention Abe Lincoln, and I'll just think, Abe hey, Blinken. Like, it's still like in hey, the Blinken. recesses of my brain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, he then to suddenly just like put. Well, yeah men can be feminine with the whole we're men in tights and stuff mm. like that and that them like just you know being okay with like you know being trans you know cross-dressing and and all that it's just like these subtle things that that Al brooks puts in and you know j- and then well, so of it's course a, like, it's like that you always always character you know well it's like the thing that you always think
3: play. about when you see them you see you see dudes in tights and you go well that's not manly just like uh, superheroes wearing spandex you always go like well why would they wear you know sp-? you would think it would be something more manly or maybe leather mm-hmm. or something like armor but no it's it's you know they they're wearing tights cuz that's of the time but it's always a a i like that they acknowledge that joke that it's always a thing of like why do they wear tights why what is it wear that little green hat or the or those clothes you know you would think it would be in like i don't know something something more cooler like cooler robes or 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 you know something hiding his face. Ah, you know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. it just it's one of those things where you think about, but they they play into it and they there's a whole song for it. So it's yeah. not even it's not even a joke. It's literally a whole song for mm-hmm. this one joke, which works very well. Mm-hmm. It goes really well with a movie. And so like that that's those are those little touches of of that of the genius that I think he has. And in all the movies, not just this one, in all the movies that he has, there's always this just every movie is a little different than the last one. It's not like he's rehashing the same thing in just different genres. He's, he, it's always putting in this effort of, of every joke lands, every joke hits, everything that's there is perfect. Or it's, or it should, it's probably not even on there. I bet you there's a bunch of stuff that they threw out because mm-hmm. it, it maybe didn't mesh well. But these things are like boom, 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 joke, joke, joke. Here's a song, there's a song, there's this, there's that, boom, joke, joke, joke. And it's just the movie, it's what almost like a, almost an hour and a half, hour 45, like or hour right?
0: 40. I think. Yeah, hour 45. And yeah. it doesn't even mm-hmm.
3: feel like that because it's just, it's just, here you go, here you go, here you go all the way through, mm-hmm. you know, and there's still the action. So you still get some of the action. It's not like it's just jokes all the way through. There's still some, some kind of, uh, mm-hmm. uh, diversity in the movie with a hero yeah. and mm-hmm. and the princess, which is yeah. funny, but you know, it's, it's just, yeah, but... it's, it's an overall good movie. Yeah.
0: I mean we're we're like missing out on so many things of just the you know the godfather reference the Clint Eastwood reference just that whole scene with mm-hmm. with Dom DeLuise's character of, and just him like oh yeah it's mothballs and then I'll take these mothballs in my hand <laughs> and then just just there's too many like um, great moments to mm-hmm. to you know mentioned in this movie and and it's just so surprising that that like it wasn't as well received back then and just because it to me at least it is such a classic and it's such a staple movie of my life you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and of course of my you know history of mel brooks and just yeah it, it's it's always gonna be you know have an important part of my my heart and like i is it was the start of my love for Carrie always, you know, like the, and this was before princess bride and before his stints on psych and, and, you know, all these other things that he's done, like even, you know, but yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I I think, so I have one more theory on why I think like critics didn't really like it because I feel like critics like they ha- a lot of times comedies aren't really re- that respected by critics. Unless it's something like, you know, really like highbrow. And this is kind of like the opposite of that. And same thing with like Spaceballs, where it's just like, like I was saying, just a lot of like these kind of weird visual like gags and stuff like that. And things that aren't going to necessarily impress, you know, like Peter Travers or something, you know, like when he's like writing like like all these like highbrow critics are just like, you know, it's this kind of like dumb Mel Brooks, you know, like, it's fine, whatever, we'll just put it over here. It's not going to be, we're not going to give it, we'll give it three stars, not two stars, not five stars, you know, like, I think that's maybe Mm -hmm. one of the problems too with Rotten Tomatoes is that it loses a lot of subtlety in its reviews. It just kind of like makes ratings good bad. It treats, you Mm -hmm. know, an A rating the same as it treats a C plus rating and a C minus it treats the same as an F. But yeah, yeah, so I do think that like critics kind of just like put kind of just were like well you know what it's not this like highbrow thing we're looking for and i think that comedies do get treated unfairly especially these kind of like very Uh slapstick like kind of like you know throw it all against the wall just like your moles on the wrong side of your face like gags
0: (laughs) yeah i had to tell like at the beginning when they first showed um prince john i like i was telling um sergio here i'm like watch his mole (laughs) <laughs> Just pay
3: attention yeah. to this
0: mole. Just watch it. <laughs> Cause Cause seems I like, think what? it switches a
1: couple times mm, yeah. before they even call
3: yeah. it out. Like it, it moves, Yeah, throughout uh, the whole movie, it moves.
1: Yeah, like, and they it's only
3: moves call it out the once.
2: then when they actually call it out, that's when he goes like, I have a mole? I have a <laughs> yeah. mole? Oh
0: my gosh. So many m- moments.
2: That's oh, what yeah. I love. I think that's why it flows really well too and might, might not have resonated well with critics. It's because, yeah, you say like comedies don't really get the best reviews which is true that might be contributed with just like the the level of humor that it is it's not necessarily highbrow but there's just such an abundance of it and it's just like it feels like oh they thought of this joke it fits well in this movie let's put it in this movie and like it just fits Mm -hmm. and with the jokes themselves it would they would be funny They would be funny gags in outside of a robin hood scenario they'd be funny the, you know the, the joke with the mole would still be just as funny in any other movie than if it wasn't in the Robin Hood movie mm-hmm. the music itself would still hold up in any other kind of comedy and so I think just the fact that it's taking all of these levels of of comedy and, and quality and putting them under the format of of Robin Hood and a Mel Brooks Robin Hood parody it's just that's my that's my theory on why it doesn't on why it didn't score as high as, say, his other films, where Mm -hmm. his other films are considered timeless classics.
3: Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. Uh, Comedy's always had a tough spot Mm -hmm. on anything, you know? You're never going to see a comedy get... I mean, yeah, maybe... I I guess what I'm trying to say is you won't see them get an Academy Award over a drama or something else, you know? Yeah, it's
1: very rare for comedy to even get nominated for any Oscar, like any anything like which
3: that. which in my mind an oscar should be just how well is a performance in mm-hmm. any category you know whether it is drama it is comedy it is even a cartoon movie you know like they mm-hmm. should have their own categories and everyone should be because there's some comedies that are damn good com- i mean like just like they'll bust your guts every time you watch it like those should mm-hmm. be praised for what they are and i don't mm-hmm. mean like by us but but with an award uh, of that stature uh, of, of like an oscar or something like that because they do so yeah well. that's why, but that's if why
0: The Golden Globes kind of in that way is a lot more valuable because it is it does have categories and stuff like that. See,
1: I kind of don't like that the Golden Globes do that because it kind of feels like they're like, okay, here's our drama category, this is the important one, and then we've got the best picture for Mm -hmm. the musicals and the comedies that we Mm -hmm. don't really care about as much. It feels like almost like the worst we're splitting it so that we don't ever have to give comedy like we can still give comedies a best picture, like quote unquote. But we don't have to give it to them over these dramas. The no. dramas can compete against themselves.
3: Because no. I, mean, I think you, is a little because uh. like if you look at a movie like like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It's got mm-hmm. your action, it's got your comedy, it's got your stuff in it. I mean, those those considered you know somewhere in between. So so there's movies like that. I'm not saying that one, but there's still one that comes to mind right now, uh, really quickly. But mm-hmm. there's movies like that where you know they could win an award. You know, they could push their way through. But they're not because comedy is just—it's always been a. I'm not saying that it's lowbrow, but for some odd reason, people feel that dramas are 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 more important. You know, like that—that that it's that's where the acting is. But I gotta say, to make somebody laugh and actually believe that you're funny, is also take some kind of some acting, take some talent.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. Like, like, and that's why I'm so impressed by like all the great comedic performances in this movie because they are like pretty much playing it straight, like. Like, you know, they are doing these like big bombastic performances and like they're not like like except for maybe like a couple like Mel Brooks is a little bit. But like, yeah. you know, like Carrie Elwes and like Richard Lewis, they're they're doing like kind of like these deadpan, like serious performances. That's why, you know, like Leslie Nielsen in Airplane is does has such a great one of the all time great comedic performances because he's like a really dramatic actor Like he'd been known primarily for dramas up till that point. And then he gives this like stoic deadpan performance in this comedy to saying mm. these ridiculous things that are just, like, so mm-hmm. like, but in such a straightforward way. And I think that a lot of the performances in this movie are like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So maybe we end it off with, uh, say our favorite lines of this movie. Um, since we talked about how it has so many lines, um, one that's just stayed with me for my like since the first time that I saw it to now that is just been one of my favorite is from Little John when when they're about to cross the you know they're trying to cross the bridge and he Little John's like well tolls a toll and a rolls a roll if we don't get no tolls then we don't get no rolls mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's like I made that up. <laughs> and it's just that just line just always kills me and it's just so simple and just a rhyming you know and just it's so great so what do you what's yours
2: <laughs> probably like um if Chappelle's malcolm x impression yeah, yeah she was it caught me so off guard when he like how
0: perfectly he like delivers it and he is with it's the glasses being, and everything. yeah, like yeah, just uh so with not, the it's hand not, gestures it's not just too. Malcolm
2: X, it's, it's Denzel Washington's yeah. Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, is this supposed to be Malcolm X? <laughs> and then and I was like, watching it years after, like both movies have come out. I was like, oh shit, yeah, it's For Denzel. God, it's it's because Malcolm. a movie about him, playing played by Denzel Washington, came out recently around that time. Yeah, so. But I just see. That, I was like, "What the hell?" If you've
0: been here, wait, <laughs> just the delivery, and he just nails it. Yeah, Fred.
3: I'm gonna say this: the song uh, when they're singing their "Men and Tight" song. That whole thing for me, I, every time I see the movie, that's what I think of whenever anybody brings it up. That's that's the one thing, and it's a, it's the whole song, the whole dance, the whole the whole thing. It's I know I know it would be a favorite line, but it's just that that's the iconic part of me to this movie. Like when people talk about it, that's the one thing that comes to mind. Yeah, I bring up Dave Chappelle, I bring up these other lines and stuff like that, but it's mm-hmm. that that scene of them all dancing, doing that. That as a kid, I still remember to today. That every time yeah. I watch yeah. it, I go, oh, okay, this is this is my favorite part coming up right now. Yeah, it's a the, great song and dance number. Actually, yeah. like really legitimately, is. it's amazing. It's, it's like,
2: world,
0: yeah, a good men, throwback. Men in tights, men in tights. yes. <laughs> just the yeah. delivery of that. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, right I think, there. Uh,
1: yeah, I think um, my favorite has to be, there's so many good to choose from, but just like uh-huh. off the top of my head, I think, and I I want to ask you guys one more question after this too, because uh-huh. I was thinking a question, but um, my favorite line I think is, when Blinken like gets like hit in the head or something, and he goes, I can see. Oh yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, I
3: like he's
1: I have one more question for you guys before we wrap up that I wanted to ask. Huh? And that is, um, what is your guys? And this is a good question for you, Ariel, especially I think because of your love of archery, but what is your guys' huh? favorite Robin Hood movie? Is it this one or is it another one? And which one? Because I think I think that it, this one is it, my favorite. It it beats it, one. it. Yeah, because like yeah. I, there are some other I mean, good ones. I like the Disney one. I even like the Russell mm-hmm. Crowe one, which I know people hate, but I kind of got a spot soft spot for it. But this one I takes like the that cake for me. Too.
0: Um, yeah, it is this one. It was actually the first one that I I really watched, which was very random. But um, yeah. It's this one. I do have a special part in my heart for the Disney one, just because you know, just the style of it's classic Disney and the, and, you know the ooh lady, ooh And um, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is truly like no joke it is my favorite Robin Hood movie.
3: Uh, I'm gonna have to say I think it's just this one because I don't think I've seen any of the other Robin Hood movies, even the Disney one. I, on, in yeah, my I opinion, don't. I don't really, I don't really feel the Disney one but yeah for me it's
2: it's either this one or it's it's pretty much this one like the disney one i like but mainly for its animation style the only one that i've ever seen well the only one that has come out in my time is the one with uh was eggsy yeah and And that one was like super forgettable And, Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah it's definitely this one
1: Yeah, I think we're all in agreement
0: then. This is the best Robin Hood movie. I mean, I haven't seen the Earl Flynn one. Congratulations, Melbourne
2: Brooks. You've earned the spot for best (laughs) Robin Hood movie.
0: All righty. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, Hit that subscribe button on your podcasting app to make sure you are always notified when a new episode of this show comes out and continue to hear us babble please if you're willing to give us a rating and review it really helps us and lets us know what you'd like to hear from this podcast because we can only get better um with your help so once again we are the undercast company um also if you're looking for conventions not so much right now um but eventually uh we have um our other nerdy content um please check out Nerd Incorporated page on social media at Nerd Incorp. um hoping to post some some San Diego Comic Con stuff in a, in a little bit I know I'm behind but then also the DC fandom fandom um, information. Yeah. So um and if you're looking for some Marvel discussions, um please check out our other podcasts, Infinity Stones and Dragon Bones. Um anticipate an um, episode coming out kinda soon because um Ancients of Shield is ending, I think and then um we'll probably discuss what Hellstrom uh trailer came out from San Diego Comic Con and also, you know, the future Marvel that's um, coming out hopefully soon too. Uh, we and if you, um, we also have some new projects that are here and and around the corner. Um, we have our podcast um, you've never seen, which just premiered on the first, and we discuss pop culture and cinematically known movies that at least one of us has never seen. And Derek is developing a new show called gateway episodes where we dis- he discusses with um at- with a few of us uh an episode of television that is can act as a gateway into the series.
1: Yep, and that'll be out by the time this podcast will be it come out two days ago. Mm-hmm. If you guys are listening, oh, to okay, <laughs> yeah, know. yeah.
0: It, so, so, um, you've never seen the scheduling of releases for those two podcasts is you never seen will be coming out on the first of each month, and um, Gateway episodes will be coming out on the 15th of each month. Um, okay, <laughs> so, uh, and, um, We'll be back soon with another other underrated film. So stay tuned, and thanks for being amazing.
1: I'll see you Bye. in another life.
3: Later, everybody.